0: Welcome to Broadway Corner with Ashley Haw, where you can listen to your favorite performers talk about their career, how they got started, and everything in between. Make sure to follow me at Broadway Corner with Ashley Haw on Instagram and also my main Broadway account at Broadway underscore Corner for updates on new episodes. Hope you enjoy! Hi everyone, welcome back to Broadway Corner with Ashley Ha. I'm so happy you're here and today I'm speaking to someone who also has a Broadway Instagram account, is pursuing theater in college, and is just like the sweetest person ever. It is Zoe Ennis, the creator of Basically Broadway. (laughs) Hi Zoe, so happy to have you here.
1: Hi, I'm so happy to be here. This is (laughs) gonna be so fun.
0: Yeah, so for a little bit of background, Zoe is a current student at Ithaca College pursuing a degree in theater arts management. She runs the very, very popular Instagram account, basically underscore Broadway. You got to get the underscore, I feel. just yeah. The brand. (laughs) On Instagram Instagram and TikTok and has more than 136,000 followers across the platforms. And she's a theater influencer and creator. So hi, Zoe. How are you? (laughs) Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing amazing. This is so fun because we've never, I mean, we've never met in person. So this is like also our first time like talking face to face, screen to screen uh, with each other. And so we're just ready to have a little fun. And so nice to finally talk to you and meet you. (laughs)
1: Likewise, because I've always like followed your account for a bit now, I think like a year or two. And like, I love seeing your stuff. And I always thought we'd get along well, because we seem to be similar people.
0: Yes. No, yes. No, definitely. I mean, my first question is like, I think we both created our platforms pretty much for the same reason. Um, I was looking looking at some interviews that you've done. I mean, when how did you create basically Broadway? Did you jump around with usernames or, you know, whatever? Like how did it all start for you?
1: Oh boy, it's kind of funny because I started it like the summer before I started middle school. So I was in like sixth grade. I think I was 11. <laughs> Which Now looking back, I'm like, that is insane. Like, <laughs> but at the time it was actually a Phantom of the Opera, like fan page. That's the only thing it was. Cause that was the <laughs> one thing I was like hyper fixated on. That was my first like musical gateway. And then I don't know what year it was, but I think like a few years after that, like people on social media started introducing me to new shows. Mm -hmm. And then I just started listening to more, you know, getting really into Broadway, seeing stuff. And then I changed the username. And then I remember over the pandemic in 2020, that's when I started the whole TikTok thing. That's Mm -hmm. when I started kind of having my face be more associated with the account, I guess, because before it was mostly just content from shows and photos and news. So it really transformed after that. But that's kind of how it got started, I guess.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think we both have the similar interest in wanting to not only put the brand of Broadway, which is obviously very major in both of our lives, but also like putting ourselves out there, which I think is very important because like I think there's a lot of Broadway accounts that are news, photos and videos um, and kind of have the same similar, I guess, like template for what. They think that, you know, is is happening on Broadway. And it's obviously very, very helpful for people who follow and want to know the latest news. But I think what makes like Broadway counts really special or when you feel like you're actually connecting is when you get to see a face of a person who's running it like for you and for me posting TikToks or just posting times when we go to shows or just doing anything like that, where it's our faces that also get to be promoted with that brand and who we are as people. Um, and it just makes it really unique. So, I mean, it, it's so, so cool what you've done and I mean you have so many so many followers so many devoted followers that uh, you've just created like a social media like empire of of basically Broadway and it's just so cool So
1: thank you no I completely agree with you I think when there's just like a face associated with the name there's just a lot more connection it feels more familial I guess it feels more like a group of friends Mm -hmm. it's just like the connections there I feel like that's like the main word for social media these days like connection and just trying to be more authentic out there I feel like that's now what really draws people and you completely do that as well (laughs) I have loved seeing your experiences specifically with k-pop because I know how much that show meant to you and I have loved seeing like all the love that has just come out of you for that show it has just brought so much positivity to Instagram
0: oh thank you yeah no and I mean like when you put your face out there also like if you end up connecting with someone on social media and you go to see them in a show like they'll recognize your face too like you're not even gonna say like oh you're basically broadway they'll just be like hey zoe or hey ashley like they know you when you put your face out there and when you're being bold and putting yourself into content instead of just letting it speak for itself um and you know just continuing with that similar thing and I don't know I just think we both have very similar interests very similar people um and so it's just so so cool that we get to just chat about something that we love so much um and when did you discover Broadway and theater and like what was your you said Phantom was your gateway but like what was the moment (laughs) that you were either a fan or you wanted to be a performer like any of that?
1: (laughs) So my grandmother actually owned a dance studio so like I have been like back backstage and on stage since I was two like I would always be performing or just be backstage like be in a rehearsal kind of environment and be around like artists so I feel like that was like the foundation but then as I got older I realized it wasn't really the dance part that I loved but it was more of the performance and the feeling and the emoting that I really liked about it and so then I started doing acting classes and I took voice lessons so it was, it's I can't imagine a time where the arts haven't really been like a part of my life Mm -hmm. And getting into Broadway, I remember the first show I saw was Mamma Mia, which I don't remember it too well because I was young, but like I remembered the Ava music and (laughs) I knew what that was at the time. So that was the first show I saw. What was the first show that you saw?
0: Well, I don't really know exactly what the first show I saw was. I didn't see my first Broadway show till 2017 when I first saw Hamilton because that oh, was like no. my gateway, like most people's. It was the gateway <laughs> to to everything else. Um, But I mean, I remember my parents always like, you know, encouraging the arts and just like taking us to shows at the Pantages, because we live close to LA. And so um, yeah. just like getting to see those experiences or seeing Lion King, whatever, I think that was might have been my first show. I honestly can't remember because that's I was a great ready. first
1: show. Yeah. I mean, that worked, friendly.
0: Friendly, yes. <laughs> but just like seeing it, I mean, for me, it wasn't quite like, okay, I want to be a performer now that was like, gradual. But when I saw those shows, or at least Hamilton, I was like, okay, I'm a fan. And that's why, you know, hence Broadway Corner was born. Um, And just like, just, just having, I mean, I guess a little bit of a later introduction, because you said you were dancing from such a young age. Like, I remember I did ballet when I was like five, and then I never did it again. Um, (laughs) And just like having a little bit of a different experience like getting into theater and Broadway than than most people do and um, being okay with that too. And just knowing like everyone can enjoy this fun art form because that's what it is. It's an art form to make people happy. And if we can make people happy too, like with their content, like that's all we're trying to do.
1: (laughs) No, completely. And I think that's what's so great about it. That so many different people come uh, like around to support this art. Like if you go to a show and you like talk to the people around you, which I love doing that. I know I love making friends with like my seatmates. (laughs) Yeah like asking them like during intermission like how do you like the show like that kind of thing but it's just it's amazing how it brings so many people together Mm -hmm. yeah definitely one of my favorite parts about it
0: yes yes no I love making friends with people except for sometimes like it's intimidating because either they're like two adults and I'm still like a child or something (laughs) like that's still awkward but yes I know what you mean about just like engaging with other people and trying to like I mean it's a community experience you're seeing something with like I mean, I guess, like, a thousand other people also watching the same thing with you, Um, and you're all experiencing that same feeling, hopefully, of just, like, what's being done on stage, Um, and yeah, it's such such a unique experience that you really can't get anywhere else, I mean, even with movies, like, that's not really the same thing, it's just, like, live theater is so transformative, Um, (laughs) yeah, Um, and for you, like, how much time a day do you dedicate to finding content to post and, like, how do you stay motivated to go every single day? Cause I know for me, sometimes like I'll just skip a few days, just like not do anything, but how do you keep that constant flow of content, TikToks like going?
1: Well, I don't actually have a schedule. I'm not one of those creators who like makes a schedule. I don't know why it's never really been something I've done. I usually just, and I don't usually make like TikTok plans either I usually just save a lot of sounds and I just like go through and like listen to them and try to think like what could I do with this Mm -hmm. I would say probably an hour or two a day but I don't try like I do try to put like definitely like school work first and like if I need like me time that comes first Mm -hmm. but just if I have a moment and I'm not really doing anything I'll be like oh maybe I should just try making something in my free time to at least like have for later or be ready to use.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how much for you has your account grown over the time of being in in sixth grade till now? Like, how did you kind of find your group, find who you wanted to be? I know for me, like, most of my old posts are just like, I I archive them. (laughs) And just like not, you know, it's such a different time being because I started my account when I was in eighth grade, I think, and now I'm a senior in high school. Really? Yeah. And so just like having years to kind of figure out what you want to be who you want to present yourself as like, how did you see that kind of growing for you?
1: It definitely I definitely think the game changer was TikTok and again like putting your face with the brand because that changed what it was a lot because it wasn't just me like a faceless kind of person like posting about shows it was now that I started to tell more stories and kind of share more about myself than I didn't before and I think that definitely changed the route of it a lot and that changed the following too Mm -hmm. I think in a way
0: yeah just being authentic to you and being yeah out there I mean if you guys if if people listening if you haven't seen Zoe's TikToks like they are hilarious and amazing (laughs) um and just so much fun. I know I always see your content it's like with the trending sounds and stuff like I always forget to do stuff on TikTok like I am the worst poster on TikTok like in the world it'll be like one good video and then it'll be like a month and then I won't do anything but for you you're so you're very consistent and just like put out great content all the time which is amazing you know? <laughs> yeah um and what is the coolest thing that you've been able to attend or do because of basically Broadway
1: oh boy um one of my favorites was I remember when I was 15 I was invited to this press event for Pretty Woman the Musical and at the time, I was, like, a sophomore in high school. And so, like, I went with my mom and my sister as, like, my plus one and plus two. And that was just the close for me because I had never, like, experienced anything like that. And I was, like, one of the youngest people in the room. Everyone was probably, like, who is this person? Mm-hmm. But it was just, it was very neat to just be in that kind of space. And I, remember I got to talk to Andy Carl, and that was really neat. Mm-hmm. I think that... Right that was neat. I really did enjoy Broadway Con too. Just all the fans coming together. That was very neat. And I had wanted to go for years.
0: Was and your first, I, I, Was that your first time this past year?
1: That was my first time. Oh, I had really? never oh, been.
0: Because I was there too. I we didn't see each other, but um cuz so I had true. gone in 2019 and then I went back this previous year and hoping to go again for like press whatever. Um <laughs> seeing like everyone who was invited was so much fun.
1: Wait, I have a question. How did the event change from pre Pandemic to after pandemic, as someone who went before uh, and after?
0: I mean, I guess it didn't honestly change too much. Obviously, just like the masks and stuff. Because I remember, I don't actually, I don't remember if it was at the same hotel or not. I literally can't remember. It's too long ago. But I mean, I think the difference in like what I was trying to do was so different because I was such a different person. And so, like, back then, like, just making content for fun just recording everything and you know doing stuff but then like I got there this past year and I recognized so many people like just on the stairwell or just like random places and so I met so many people there um just like all the Broadway stars I was like wait a minute it's Jason Veazey from Strange Strange Looper Alex Boniello or whatever <laughs> it's like wait I know you what are you from oh yeah okay that and then getting a picture and all that stuff like how was Broadway Con for you going for the first time?
1: It was very fun I will say it was a very long day I didn't expect like they, they were draining days they were so fun though and there was just so much to do mm-hmm. and there were so many events I was like looking at and I was like oh that'd be neat to go to but a lot of them some of them overlapped oh yeah. yeah a lot about choosing which ones to go to and I just I loved the people there were great they were all just very kind and you could kind of strike up a conversation with anyone and talk about theater which was pretty cool yeah
0: <laughs> so- yeah no and for me like I'm hoping to you know go as press for this upcoming year and also like this is my unofficial announcement that I want to try and do a panel as well about k-pop uh, oh I'm like gosh. working I'm working on like the pitch and stuff for on like the application and stuff so hopefully that'll come to come to life in this summer uh, which would be really fun <laughs> oh my
1: gosh I really hope so you would absolutely nail that it would be
0: fantastic <laughs> thank you yeah I have my little k-pop playbills over here I finally put them up. Up after like so long of just not doing it and just waiting, but you know sometimes you just gotta you just gotta do it. Uh, <laughs> and, like, what is your favorite thing? Like favorite part about meeting other theater creators and other theater lovers? I'm sure you get recognized like at Broadway Con for your account now. um And just what's your favorite thing about that?
1: Oh, I guess just like honestly, like talking to them about their theater experiences because I you know I shared like some of mine, but I think like hearing about theirs and then just like exchanging our stories I think that's really fun hearing -hmm. about how they got into theater yeah and just even just conversations like how are you we're just like talking about anything like I just think it's neat to see them in person Mm -hmm. and just get a feel for who they are
0: yeah (laughs) definitely I'm sure like everyone you know if you see a show I know I've gotten like recognized like a few times I think at funny girl one time it was just so weird I was like huh you know me. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's like a deer in the headlights. And then even at like unified auditions, like someone recognized me from my account. Was like, hey, are you Ashley? Like, do you run an account? I was like, yes, I do. Oh my
1: god. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> like,
0: the most random place, like at unified. I mean, I guess the people there would follow me, but um <laughs> just like not expecting it and then just having it happen. You're like, oh, okay, that's what you're talking about. Okay, like it's such a different experience because we are not like you know, a Broadway performer that you see on the stage, like where it's such a different entity of just like who, I guess as influencers, content creators, like. Yeah. big thing now and it's so so unique when you get stopped or recognized or thanks for like your content it's so it's so nice that people do that
1: completely and I I don't know I've had experiences where people have texted me that they've like seen me too like I remember I saw Beetlejuice and someone like messaged me on Instagram and they were like oh I'm in the balcony and I can see you like in the orchestra and I was like what like (laughs) they're like watching you (laughs) yeah I was like okay it's, it's definitely an experience, but, but no, it is, it is really neat. And like, I've, I have met a few people on campus too, who have known me from my account, which that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're so happy you're here. And that's, I mean, it's really neat. It throws me off guard a little because it's just, I guess I still feel like the account's really small, even though it isn't Yes, <laughs> it's
0: very big. Trust me. It's like major.
1: <laughs> I don't, It still feels like a little like community kind of thing to me. So it just kind of throws me off a little, but again, it's, it's very neat. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm sure like when I go to college too, it'll be like that. Wait, do I know you? And it's oh, so weird because for, sure. for me, I know, I know for me, like at least in my current high school where, you know, I'm just trying to got senioritis trying to get through the rest of the year but it's such a different way of presenting yourself for me at school or here when I'm talking to you or talking on a video or something like it's such a different different persona in a way not like it's fake but just like a different way of getting to express yourself um in that way and so when people go up to you or talk to you it's like oh yeah okay this is who like who I normally am when like talking about something I'm passionate about rather than just like you know normal math or whatever it's just it's a different different yeah. experience again and just I mean it's fun I'm sure you like you know people are you get to see people know your like personal persona as a human and then people see like you're basically Broadway one and it's it's very similar obviously but it, it's still weird when you know that people are watching all of that stuff yes. it's like oh right okay yeah yeah <laughs> that's happening Yeah, Yeah, that's
1: a really interesting perspective about like showing a different side of yourself, like on the Internet, Mm -hmm. because you're right, it is like a specific part of you. And it's like a part of you that likes this one thing. But obviously, it's not all of you.
0: No. Yeah. That (laughs)
1: one part. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I I think it's funny. Oh, wait, no. Sorry, (laughs) go ahead. I was going to say, I think it's funny when I'm like, I've had friends here who like they've gotten to know me and then they found out about the account. Mm -hmm. and just been like is this you like (laughs) I'm like yeah no that's me (laughs) like
0: yeah I mean it is such a different persona like when people talk about actors like being different on screen and off screen it's like it's a different part it's not that it's good or bad it's just it's different and knowing realizing that that not people don't have to be on all the time also because if you were That would be terrible and it would be burnout like immediately of just like having to be someone that you're not always all the time and just realizing that people are humans. Like we are human beings. We don't have to be super con. like, at least for me, I'm giving myself some slack. I don't have to post every single day to feel like I'm, you know, sometimes you could take a break. If you lose a few followers, like, okay, whatever, it's fine. But just knowing that like, it's going to be there. It's not going to (laughs) disappear and that you can keep that going and just and just know that it's always going to be there for you and people who who love you and follow you for who you are they're going to stay and they're going to stay around yeah <laughs> yeah that's very and, true <laughs> and for you do you have like a favorite Broadway show or just in general anything I know you're going to the city in a few weeks I saw on your Instagram I am <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited because I'm seeing Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. And like
1: the second I heard about the revival, I, I remember I saw Josh Groban back in Great Common of 1812. I thought he was absolutely fantastic. So when I saw he was in this, I was like, I gotta go. Like, <laughs> I gotta go see Josh. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Going to that probably uh, TKTS, a few other things. I'm going to the Museum of Broadway, which I saw you
0: oh, Yes, yeah. yeah, it's Very so cool. It's so cool. <laughs> Yeah you'll get so much great like video and photo content just like in that one day. I mean now my profile picture is literally from the museum. It's so it's so much fun. I mean especially the company area was like my favorite. Um, (laughs) But just like having all of that there to just like see and look at and have fun with all the costumes is really cool. So I think you'll enjoy it a lot. (laughs) Yeah I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. And and like do you have a favorite either performer in a show or favorite just show in general? I mean, I know I think you've posted a lot about like Aaron Tveit or like different performers like that and just like and he's back, you know. So, do you have a favorite? <laughs>
1: I am a big fan of Aaron Tveit. Um, let me think. I feel like I always like I have a bunch of favorite performers, but then when I try to like think of like one that like is really like one that's like my favorite, I feel like it's really difficult. I it's impossible huh. honestly i'm sorry i yes. asked you the question <laughs> no, you're totally good who's your favorite performer we can start with you first
0: i honestly i same as you like mostly i i can't tell you i could give you a list of like 20 people but
1: <laughs> i need like five minutes to like write up a list and i'll be like here it is yeah, <laughs> you no
0: know, i mean because i met Aaron Tveit like uh, in december when i was at the k-pop this k-pop uplifting asians on broadway event he was just there with his girlfriend, Erica. And I like, I saw him like with my friend Carly. And we were just like, wait, that's Aaron Tveit." And so we just went up to him, got picture, like pictures with him. And he was like, just very chill and very nice. So I'm like, I'm sure he's used to this, but yes. it's just like, again, it's just so you don't expect it. You're just like, Oh, Aaron Tveit's here. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, just very random and fun.
1: <laughs> no, it's so surreal. Like, like pre pandemic, like stage during too. I just always remember I'd get like so starstruck mm-hmm. like talking to any of the actors who came
0: out I'd be like hi I loved you in the show like I wouldn't really like, know what to say oh, I, I same yeah. <laughs> yeah no now it's like so much different I have something more of a more substance to than just like you were great in this show <laughs> yeah they, they know me from that. account whatever it's like it, it's it's so much fun where I told Aaron I was like I saw you like a year ago in Moulin Rouge like congrats on going back uh he was like thank you I was like yeah <laughs> Just like geeking out in my in my brain um and I know obviously you don't live in the city but you have visited like to a lot I'm sure in your in your life um and do you have a favorite thing to do in the city that doesn't involve Broadway at all or or I guess. <laughs> Ooh.
1: I really do like just like window shopping and exploring. There are fantastic restaurants in New York mm-hmm. everywhere. So if you just like take a long walk and find somewhere to eat, I think that's really fun. Mm-hmm. Trying to think if there's any other specific. Because I did used to go quite a bit pre pandemic with my family. Because my mom loves the city as well, and so does my sister. So we would always usually go up and, like, see a show or two and just spend a few days. But after the pandemic, that kind of changed for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fortunately. Yeah, yeah. I mean the city in itself is just so full of adventure. I love just walking down the street. Like I can't wait to just like live in the city where it's just like you can people say, you know, you never slow down when you're in New York, but for me I'm like, I feel like I I I would slow down a little bit and and know that I'm not going anywhere and that I get to like fully enjoy that experience of just being being there and not having to cram 20 million shows into one month. Um <laughs> like just doing doing stuff like that where you get to you get to rest, relax and then focus on craft. And so I think that's a great time now to talk about college. I mean you go to Ithaca which is a great yeah. college for theater, dance, everything that has to do with the arts and performing. Um and can you explain like your major a little bit and what what that involves in an everyday, in everyday life.
1: <laughs> yes, I'd be happy to. I'm theater arts management, bachelor of science. So it is essentially running a theater. It is a lot of aspects of the business side of theater. You learn how to run the box office. You do house management. You can run concessions. You There's a marketing team. You learn about fundraising for theater. It's like the business side of the industry, which is really neat. And a lot of the skills that you also take away from that major are very applicable to other jobs, which was really important to me because I really wanted to make sure that out of my college degree, I was getting business experience and possibly like classes in the School of Communications as well. Like I just wanted to make sure that I left college with a foundation in business in case there was the possibility that I decided I didn't want to do something in theater after my four years. And so that's what I really like about the major in particular, because you also take like accounting and some math classes, which high school me never thought I'd say that I wanted to take. (laughs) (laughs) Now, after being here, I've just realized I think there's a lot of wisdom you can take away from business classes because it just applies to everything in life. Mm -hmm. That's a little blurb about the major.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and my, my great friend Eli is also going to Ithaca next year. It was accepted, early decision. I'm so happy for him. Um, me, as well, just- me as well, me as well. I mean, it just sounds like such great experience getting to be, you know, working in what you would do, like, eventually, if you choose to go that route. And just, I know you said, I remember you said, like, Ithaca really helps you set up to, to get a job out of college or not just get a degree and then be like, okay, what do I do with this now? It's like, you kind of have a game plan of what you could do with it. And you said like, not even not going into theater, you have like business experience, just doing, doing different things um, within one, within one major. Um, It's really unique and really cool. I never really thought about the theater arts management like path, because I know I I wanted to be a performer. Um, But I know at like Marymount, Manhattan, they have that as well, I think. And just like, you know, it's something that is very major in having to run a show. Like it's not just about people on the stage, it's about people behind the stage doing marketing, social media, and um all of that stuff that you don't think about because it's usually taken care of. Um and you don't have to think about it because it is so seamlessly done usually by professionals and by people like you who are gonna be so great and just like doing that for the industry and like really just cultivating like <clears throat> I guess, like what we want it to be in a way with social media and marketing and and changing with the times and not just staying to to what we know and and adapting with that, because this business and this industry is so like ever changing, like it's never going to stay the same, which is amazing. It's great that we're doing that. Um, And so, I mean, I'm just so happy for you that you're able to do so many things within one thing because it's so it's so unique and so cool. Yeah. Thank
1: you. Yeah, no, the industry is really changing, especially after the pandemic. There are a lot of changes happening in so many different aspects, so I guess now is a better time than any to try and enter the industry.
0: Yeah, yeah. Always Um, moving and growing. Yeah, and how is your application process, like, just for college in general or for Ithaca, like, when you're applying as theater arts arts management, like, what goes into that? Do you have to make a portfolio for anyone who might ever like want to do that? What, what would they need to like start doing now?
1: (laughs) Um, I would just say like, build a resume, get as much experience as you can, especially in theater. Like I was always raised and in high school, I always tried to do different aspects of theater. Like I always, I did tech crew, Mm -hmm. I stage managed, I did direct, just trying to do anything in the theater, I feel like it's just so beneficial and you learn so much just about how it works. And I feel like, especially if you're a performer who has never like gotten their hands dirty in like the technical aspect, I feel like it just is really helpful to learn more about it and to try it. And you also gain a lot of respect then for those who do
0: mm-hmm. practice that. Yeah, You just learn
1: more about the craft as a whole and it, it's really helpful. So I guess yeah. building your resume.
0: Mm-hmm. And since like you were, you know, you performed for many years, obviously, like throughout your whole life, like, did you intend on going into theater arts management? Were you going to pursue BFA musical theater? Or were you like, what was that time for you in being like a senior in high school, just having to choose, I guess, or figure out what you wanted, really?
1: It's so funny you ask that, because I was so sad. I thought I was really going to get a BFA. In acting for the longest time like it was my plan start of senior year I had like my monologues ready like I was ready to go in audition and I thought that's what I really wanted. But then I had started taking a directing class and I had done stage management and I realized I was like I don't think I want to be like set in stone in where I work in the field. I don't think I just want to perform when there's so much about the craft as a whole that I really love and would like to explore. So I originally then switched to plan to go into theater studies, Mm -hmm. which is a broad major that covers directing, dramaturgy, uh, playwriting, like that kind of thing. It's just very broad, the study of theater as a whole. And then from there, I was going to double major with marketing or something in business because, again, I really wanted the business foundation. But then I realized I was like, well, I might as well go into theater arts management because I have always said I would love to do marketing and public relations for the industry. Yeah, And that led to me switching my major to theater arts management this semester. And it definitely feels much more at home than I did before.
0: Mm -hmm. and are you a freshman this year yes I am
1: yeah I'm a first year
0: you said you switched your major so then what was it before like
1: uh theater studies for the first
0: okay yeah I see oh that's so interesting I didn't I had no idea but (laughs) I don't think I realized that you had and made the switch I guess um to theater arts management but again super cool um and like do you have a dream show to like work on um, that you would love to work for either, whether being social media or PR whatever, or just stage managing, directing? What do you, what is your dream? (laughs) Oh man,
1: I would have to say probably an original work that has not seen the light of day yet. Mm -hmm. Probably a play. I feel like so often I've noticed this with my demographic. I don't know if you've noticed that too. I feel like my demographic, we don't really like talk about, plays as much as musicals and I'd love for that to switch I'd love if there was a show that really brought more of like a Gen Z audience to plays yeah because I feel like we kind of need something like that so I would love to be on a show like that if I was because I really love plays and I feel like plays have really become my love since I like started acting solely in straight plays and I just think they bring so much to the table and I'd love for more of Gen Z to really be into them
0: yeah I think like a problem with you know, Gen Z or younger people going to places, we just don't know much about him.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. You You never heard about them.
0: Yeah, they don't present, like, they don't market it to us either, because, you know, usually it's, like, death of a salesman, which isn't really towards us, or, like, uh, you know there's Je- Jessica just seen like now in a doll's house I think house, I, yeah. I have no idea what that could be about because no one's really talked about it but like, you know hopefully that can make a transition and not just be like Harry Potter is the play for kids and that's it um, as much as I love Harry Potter it's like that cannot be the only play that we ever talk about um, but yeah that would be so cool for you to like just have that experience of working on something new and, and promoting plays for younger audiences because we don't just like new schools like plays are really cool too
1: <laughs> so how was like your road to deciding that you wanted to get a bfa like how was your decision how did everything go like how would you find the schools i'd love to hear about the process for you
0: yeah so i mean i, I always knew once i started singing um, at the end of eighth grade, like beginning of freshman year, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna, I didn't know anything about the audition process. I was like, I'm just gonna probably audition to all the schools and just like, see what stick. I didn't know anything about pre-screens or what that meant or even what schools I would apply to. I mean, I didn't even know, I wasn't, I've never been like a college focused kid. I knew I was going to go to college, but I didn't exactly know all of the musical theater colleges. Um, until very like in the past two years maybe and then once the pandemic started I just kind of like you know kept doing my voice lessons kept just staying home and doing my playbill stuff and my Broadway account stuff Um, and then like once I got to junior year like towards the end I was like okay I'm looking up this stuff about like all the college auditions and I don't really know what I'm doing. And so I started working with this program called MTCA, Musical Theater College Auditions, because Olivia Kaufman, who was in Mean Girls on Broadway as Janice right before they closed, um, her mom actually recommended them to me and my family. And so I at first I was just kind of like, OK, and then I wrote it off for like a year or so. But then at the end of junior year, I was like, OK, I think I really need to do this. So I started working with them on, like, audition material, and then I went to the NYU Summer Musical Theater Summer Program at Tisch, and that was amazing, because, you know, I just got to, like, work in a conservatory style program um, for four weeks, and getting to do a dance class every day, sometimes two, and just, like, doing, focusing, really focusing on what I want to do, because I think I've I've always wanted to pursue theater since, you know, I started just singing and performing i i I think when i was originally a fan it was not really something i considered because i was such a shy kid but then once i kind of gained more confidence it's like okay i think i i think i really want to do this um and so yeah i applied to i've applied to technically 14 schools and you know some of them didn't work out and so now i have like 12 schools actually no 11 that I am just considering and waiting for results to come in um for all of these programs because it's such a scary world being in the musical theater bfa um world because it's so uncertain the class sizes are usually very small and very few people get into those really really high like high-ranking colleges because it's so subjective to what they're looking for, and you can't know. You really can't know, and so I've just been trying to audition, working with MTCA, going to Unified, doing things like that um, to kind of land here, but also understanding for me that I don't want to just be a performer like I have a podcast now I want to go into that see if I can like work with a news outlet like broadway.com playbill broadway world whatever to like do red carpet interviews or see how I can also get into that side of the industry because if I just stick to performing I think it's going to be really hard because like let's just face it it's it's really hard <laughs> it's very like college it's so subjective very little people make it um and so involving myself in other ways in theater, kind of like with you in theater arts management, but also having a very big focus on performing, because that is what I really love to do. And I love to to be like the people that I follow or have do takeovers or doing things like that. It's like you see, you know, these people, too, and then, you know, you can help get to that place of like, where you want to be in your life and, and living in the city or living wherever, working wherever, and just being happy with what you're doing and and, and what you're pursuing. So yeah, that's like my little, my little story <laughs> uh, of awesome. BFA craziness, BFA craziness, I mean, will call it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I
1: love that you have like streams for your account as well to continue that along with like your performance career. I love that you have like two different two different dreams, and you're yeah. pursuing both of them. Like, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, no, it's like, I'm not gonna get, like, a marketing degree, but, it, or, you know, PR, or whatever, but it's, like, I can still use those skills to, kind of, connect with people through social media, or at least try to, because um, it's such a, it's such a weird world, too, because it's, like, there's no one way to go viral or get followers. It's so subjective. Again, it's, like, it, you never really know when it's gonna happen. For you, you have, like, oh my gosh, I like can't even fathom that amount of people um, <laughs> that like follow basically Broadway. I'm just like, like your content connects with people and then they follow you because they like your persona and like the content you put out and just, again, like wanting to be positive and not talking about like all the gossip or like all that stuff. It's just like staying happy and focusing on the great things about Broadway. Also talking about some things that aren't so great, but mostly just wanting to put that push that positivity out there is just it's it's great yeah (laughs) yeah
1: yeah I would say especially like during the pandemic I think a lot of the creators really tried to like step up for the theater community because we were without it and without Broadway Mm -hmm. and we all wanted to keep like keep the fan base together I guess and keep the love for it still growing and still being supportive of the artists that we miss seeing on stage
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. that
1: way, the pandemic kind of brought us together a little bit
0: yeah no, I mean it brought like that's when Eli started Z Broadway and I became attached to that after and then that became you know what it is now and, and getting to talk to talking to people who don't have theater anymore as their job and who are either wanting, waiting to go back to a show that maybe would never reopen or um, just stuff like that. It was such an uncertain time. It's so hard to think back to it now, like where we are now in terms of where theater is. I'm like, I almost forgot what it was like to not have Broadway on. Um, Even though I live across the country, it's like when that time of when we didn't have Broadway whatsoever, there was no like news really it was just like another extension of the shutdown it was such a weird time especially for content creators too of having to create our own content that we wanted to put out there it wasn't like hey this person's going into this role it's like okay this is how like we don't have anything to go off of anymore and so we kind of had to make that for ourselves I think which is so different and I again I can't even remember what that was like because it felt like a million years ago but we made it through (laughs)
1: it really did because the second you mentioned that we didn't have like any new like updates to post about I was thinking to myself I was like what did I post like what what was I talking about
0: (laughs) I don't oh my gosh I can't I don't even remember it I think I just posted a ton of mean girl stuff because that was like my thing before Um, (laughs) with like Sabrina Carpenter and then like Madness oh my gosh (laughs) I remember one time I think I did a dream cast of like Olivia Rodrigo as like Katie Heron or something and then people in my comment section because I was like it was a genuine thought I like you know, it wasn't like a giant Olivia fan. I just, I thought it would be cool. And then all the Olivia stands in my comments were like, how dare you do that? Or how, like, why would you do that to Sabrina? Or, or like, yeah, or something like that. It was so, so weird. I'm like, I don't know. It's just, oh gosh.
1: No, sometimes things, then Instagram can be weird
0: about stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: things get a little touchy. <laughs>
0: No, but it's like, okay, I'm just going to ignore it. Whatever. It's it's fine. Um, <laughs> and, like, since you were a performer for so long and, you know, you were going to go in through that acting path, but, you know, decided to change that, like, do you still have a dream role that is either on Broadway or just from any show that you would someday love to play? Just putting it out there in the universe.
1: <laughs> um, Emily Webb in Our Town. Because... <laughs> that show has
0: just always spoke
1: to me. I don't know. Cause I, growing up as a kid, I was really fearful of like death and stuff like that. And I remember then I saw that show in high school mm-hmm. and I just have never related to a character more. And it was just one of those shows. Like I worked on it in tech and I'd be backstage just like crying because I thought the show was so moving, mm-hmm. but um, definitely that I'd love to play there's definitely some women in Shakespeare I'd love to play because I do mm-hmm. really like Shakespeare shows and I think there's some great roles for women that are really strong. Mm-hmm. And musical-wise, Natasha and Great Common of 1812.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that show. Yeah, it's <laughs> what like about you? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, what about you? Oh, for me, um, I mean, right now, I'd really love to play Sonoma in K-pop, who's played by Julia Abueva. She's like the crazy, like... Just out of this world, vocalist that I've like never experienced before, um, yes. since like December. Um, and I mean, I just love to play like Christine and be more chill. Like, I got the little playbill here, like, that is one of my dream roles because I always loved Stephanie Shue, like, ever since she was in SpongeBob, I have been a fan of hers. And to like see her go from like Karen the Computer to now being an Oscar nominee, it's yes. like blown away. Um, <laughs> I want to do, I want to do everything that she's doing I mean she's just incredible especially for representation for me that was like one of the first major things that you know I really saw on Broadway that was Asian and like Asian American and for me and so I remember immediately seeing her be like she's amazing she's so cool Uh, (laughs) and just having her be such a big you know people are discovering discovering her more and more now I'm like I already knew about this it's like my secret <laughs> <laughs> of like who she was and um and just like who I want to be more like I mean she went to NYU got BFA whatever and so you know just wanting to emulate that um, <laughs> and do you have like a cast recording that you have on repeat right now
1: I'm going to go into my Spotify and check.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I believe recently I have been trying to listen to Sweeney because, I'm, you know, I'm seeing it. Oh. And so I was like, I got to get the hype. Got to get the hype going.
0: I've actually like, I've actually never seen Sweeney Todd before because I think I'm honestly just kind of freaked out by it. Like, because I, I cannot handle anything horror or like scary. Like I even got freaked out by Wednesday, the show on Netflix. <laughs> I was like, I am such a baby when it comes to like anything remotely scary. And my like, my, my something Ben was like making fun of me. I'm like, I'm sorry, okay. But I mean, it's, I'm like, I I would love to go see Sweeney Todd. I just don't know if I would be able to handle it.
1: That is entirely fair. <laughs> I, mean, I can, very, I can yeah. text you on how scary it is. I'm wondering if I'm going to leave it like afraid of Josh Groban after
0: that it's like Josh Groban serial killer Josh Groban
1: <laughs> I can't even imagine it because I feel like I look at him and I'm like oh Josh like Christmas song Josh and yeah yeah we're gonna see him as the demon barber of Bleach Street
0: so oh <laughs> yeah knows? oh my gosh no I'm like for horror shows can't do it like Little Shop is probably the extent of horror because it's not even horror but <laughs> oh, Little Shop scared me as a kid Oh, I didn't know it as a kid I only knew it as like a high school teenager so like it was so much fun seeing it for the first time because I wasn't exposed to it when I was little Um, but yeah I mean Little Shop is like probably the extent of like gore or blood that I'll want to see on stage and it's funny because there's really none.
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) The plant is creepy though Audrey too is creepy
0: yeah but now i'm just like fascinated by it because when i was at broadway con i was at the little shop panel because i know most of the people in the cast now or it wasn't a little shop it was a puppeteering panel um and then like i asked them like how the plant works and so they literally got up like teddy and um eric they both got up and like showed what they're doing like inside the plant like what they're holding how they move together and like having Aaron, the, the person who plays Audrey too, as well, like, saying all this stuff, um, is now I, when I look at it, I just think of, like, who's inside (laughs) instead of, like, the actual plant, because now I, like, know it's, like, a little secret that you cannot unlearn, um, which is so, so funny and so crazy, but, and again, I just love Little Shop, um, so much, (laughs) and I mean, I hope you have such a great time in New York, like, on your trip, seeing all this stuff, and just, getting to be in the city again because I know that's something that you miss being in Ithaca (laughs) but it's so so cool for you and I'm so excited to just just keep following you and keeping friends you're just like the coolest person (laughs) so yeah thank you so much Ashley you are (laughs) as
1: well I really hope we get to meet one day it's going to happen
0: Yes, it needs to happen at some point. Yeah. Like if <laughs> you we'll show together, it will happen. Yeah, and we'll get Eli in there and be like, "Hey, all the all the theater, all the theater college people um <laughs> in one group." Um and so to to kind of wrap us up, like what is your advice for those who might want to start like either a Broadway account or posting content on Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Who what is your advice for those who want to but maybe are afraid to?
1: I would honestly say just to try, just put it out there. Just put out what you love. I like to say that um, like when you put out what you love and what you love to do, you'll attract other people who feel the same way if you really are authentic to what you love. And just going for it because I had no idea what this was all going to become at all. I mean, it was a fandom of the opera fan page and now it's turned into something that, it's it's like it's more than a hobby, it's a passion, and it's this part-time thing that I do with my life, and it's really fun, and I get a lot of joy out of it. I've met so many great people, but just trying, just trying, like anytime you try and do what you love, I think only good things can come from it.
0: hmm Yeah, that's great advice. So to anyone listening who wants to, you know, start Broadway Count, just go for it. I mean, I started mine in eighth grade as like a little child who didn't know what she was doing. I'm sure like that's probably the same for you just doing something because you're passionate about it. I mean, I didn't, most people in Bakersfield are not Broadway lovers and not Broadway obsessed, like they don't have Broadway obsessions like me. So when I first started posting, I was kind of just trying to find the people who were like me and who wanted to talk about these shows that no one else really understood where I'm from and, and and wanting to to make those connections. And I probably feel like, I mean, you can you can say yes or no, but if you agree, but I'm sure it was probably the same experience for you as well.
1: Yes, and definitely big on like building connections. Cause I remember I've gotten like a few messages from people where they've said like, I feel like I've grown up with you. Oh, I've had people I know, like I've had people who followed me since like I was in middle school just like posting pictures about Phantom of the Opera and like no one really knew my face or who I was. And now I'm, I guess there's like a face with the name and I'm just like, it's more, I share more of who I am. And people are just like, I feel like I've seen you grown up and that, like we're friends and that we've grown up together. And that just is so heartwarming to me and just beyond fathomable it's just so incredible but the connection yeah. is all about connection is amazing
0: mm-hmm. I know I mean I've been able to meet so many people obviously we connected on social media yes, and- yeah we became friends and and that's how I met Eli and so many other people it's like social media people always talk about it as like oh don't do that don't do it's like you know talk about it as if it's something really terrible but i think when we use it in the way that we do it makes it so positive and makes it so much fun like yes it takes up probably too much of my day but <laughs> it's really it's really fun um once you're once you're in it and just and just posting about things that you love and when you find people who who also connect with that it's like there's no there's no better feeling than like people who are just commenting and liking on your stuff and you're like yay this is so cool people like what i'm doing and and having that support and so yeah, I'm so happy we were able to, to chat today and just like, you know. up, I guess, on everything because we've never met, but um, <laughs> <laughs> let's hope that we can soon. Um, But thank you so much, Zoe, for for being on Broadway Corner with Ashley Ha. I am so, so happy that we were able to make this happen in your crazy college sched- schedule because <laughs> and we're both probably very busy and yes. being able to you know, kind of sync up and make a time to just to just have have a fun conversation. And so thank you to everyone listening. I am so, so happy that we were able to make this work. And just make sure that you follow Zoe at basically underscore Broadway, make sure you follow me Broadway Corner with Ashley Haw and Broadway underscore Corner because here we love the underscores because Broadway Corner with no underscore was taken. So rude. But, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Broadway Corner with Ashley Ha. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Broadway Corner with Ashley Ha and at Broadway underscore Corner. And make sure you're also following Zoe at basically underscore Broadway on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you so much for listening.